Hello, hello, and welcome to the most confusing episode <laughs> to date. I have my sister here, and we are voice twins. And if you can't tell us apart, no, I'm not talking to myself. Uh oh. Uh oh. She's lost it. Yeah, I was joking that I have to do an Elizabeth Holmes thing and go. Please never do that. I just. Or you can do your um, the Bjork voice. Sometimes I look at my. Thoughts in a bowl of oranges or something. Doing a Babysitter's Club analysis with the Bjork voice. Winona Ryder as I Bjork. really love Dawn. <laughs> she is my favorite. She is inspirational. Okay. She, she is. Okay. okay. Anyways, we're talking about the Babysitter's Club. And yes, you can learn from the Babysitter's Club because that's all we did when we were growing up. Yeah. And they have not gone anywhere. In fact, they're back on Netflix and pretty much everybody knows that. And uh, Jen and I... Brett, I didn't say your name until now. My sister's name is Jen. <laughs> welcome, Jen. Uh, and welcome, everyone, to And What Did We Learn? Um, Jen is four years my senior, but we both read, she read all the Babysitter's Club books and then gave them all to me, and I read them all. I mean, as many as we had. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've even read them all. I mean, there's... There's so many. So Dozens and dozens. I didn't... I was and spinoffs. Yeah. I wasn't into... Oh, you know what, though? I had the most visceral um, memory when the Babysitter's Club Club, respect, um, <laughs> covered, they started covering uh, Babysitter's Club Friends Forever, which is a series that comes after oh, the, you know, the that's cool. Amber Theory. Yes, and it came <laughs> out, you know, well, they, they age, they finally age. Oh, my God. Oh, and they go to college and stuff? Um, no, they're in high school, they're oh, like okay. high school age or eighth grade. I don't okay. remember... But I remember those books were written in the late 90s, and I remember oh. so vividly getting the whole set oh, yeah. in the book order, yeah. the Scholastic book orders, and I was just like, this is it. Like, my life is complete. Yeah. These books. And I, the, the, the baby boys, <laughs> call, they, they don't like the photos, they don't like the covers, but I did. I was like, it's real faces, and they really look mm. their age, you know, because the... The classic books, they all look like they're 35. They, yeah, I was going to say, they don't look 13. And they're very styled. <laughs> yeah. Like no one was styled at that age unless they were, you know, Kim Kardashian's kid. So, um, so yeah, so we have a long history with it, which I think, honestly, most gr women, girls, women in our age group, yeah. later millennials do. Um, and it's really cool because thanks to the graphic novels and thanks to them finally making a quality show. <laughs> oh my gosh. As opposed to the... Did you ever watch the one? Oh the yeah, I liked, I liked the movie with the... Oh, the movie, yeah. Larissa Ol oh Olenek and... I was obsessed with that movie. Um, Rachel Lee Cook. Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah, that was fun. Who but that was a just movie. a movie. That was... No, I liked the movie, but do yeah. you remember the... Um, um, say hello of. to your friends, oh. babysitters. Yeah, Bob. I didn't was, like that. It was bad. No. It was bad news. Um, this is 500% better. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. And even if you didn't know the Babysitter's Club, it wouldn't matter. Um, but it really yeah. is... I guess my favorite thing about this series is that it's it's not a money grab and it's not a one-off. Like, oh, here's some material yeah. we can recycle again. It's yeah. so thoughtful. Yeah. And everybody, I just know from listening to interviews, everybody who's working on the project, like the, the not just the writer, but the producers, the director... They all love the Babysitter's Club and the fashion mm. designer, as we've mm -hmm. found out. So they're like, they love the Babysitter's Club and they seem to just love 
these girls, the actresses, because they're awesome. Yeah. And it just seems like the best scenario. Yeah, <laughs> that's and true. Mike Feuerstein, is that his name? Ye- Mark Feuerstein? Mark Feuerstein. I don't know how to say that uh, name. Yes, Mike Feuerstein. Mark Feuerstein, sorry. Yeah. Who plays Watson, Watson and was also in the show. Um, he was a doctor. Yeah, I, I didn't... Uh, Royal Pains. Royal Pains. Oh. And a bunch of other random stuff, but he's great. I've always loved him and had a little, like, funny guy crush on him. Mm. And he yeah. loves... He wanted to be a part of this project because his daughters love the Babysitter's Club. Right. So it's like everybody cares. And Alicia Silverstone is, like, so great. I just can't get enough of her. We'll get so into it, we'll yeah. We'll get into it, yeah. Sorry, I'm scattered. That's but. fine. I just... I feel like... If I can interrupt you. I feel like... So many girls this age are gonna watch the show and then be like, "Oh, it was a book series." Yeah, and then be like, "Oh, these books are from the '80s. When was that?" You know. I know <laughs> it's, it's funny, so and it's funny too because the graphic novels, which I've read, all the ones yeah, right. so far, right. um, really, je- you know, um, propelled thanks to Raina Telgemeier, propelled the the series, the stories, the characters right, right back into that age group of today um and it and it actually to be honest with you it broadened it because i have um male clients who love it mm-hmm. because they like graphic novels and it's like it's not sold as yeah. yeah as anything but you know these you know fun tales i don't know it's just it's yeah. like it's it's been ungendered kind of and yeah it's media also, is less yeah. gendered now that's awesome yeah it is um and it's so it's kind of cool because the kids can kind of get ushered into it with those and then they're really motivated because they love the characters and then they're going to read a real book <laughs> that's 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 i've used that technique it's really the opposite i mean the girls are the subjective point of view and the boys are really kind of objectified i mean they're only shown as like people to have yeah, crushes on <laughs> totally but i mean wasn't that how it was though it was like in the books no in real life oh like, yeah of course oh the yeah. boys boys are here it's yep. exciting because there's boys but i don't want to talk to any of them yeah and I, I remember, you know, every week it was like, who do you have a crush on? Oh and my god. Who do you that, like? I didn't, I, well, at 13 I had crushes, yeah. But when I was in elementary school, I, I would just make somebody yeah. up because I didn't have crushes on any of them. Yeah, boys. so I read these, I, I was like 9 or 10. I wasn't as old as oh, okay. the characters, and a lot of my yeah, attachment was like... I want to be 13. Yeah, I thought totally. it would be so cool. And then it was like, you're and then it was junior high here. and it sucked ass. Um, but that was part of the appeal was these girls are like real teenagers and I was just still a yeah. little kid. So. Well, and thank goodness the casting is great because the girls are great, but they're all, yes. they all look like they are actually in junior high. <laughs> um, yeah, they do. For the most part. I mean, their outfits don't, but come on. It's TV. It's okay. It's TV guys. It's okay. Um, and their outfits are, are clever, and, and they, you know, they bring out the characters. So we kind of hatched a plan um, to, it's a m- million degrees outside, so we're inside. Yeah. So if you hear the air conditioner, forgive us, but please understand. And I know you probably have yours going too. Haha, unless you're in the other side of the world. So, um... But this is the first record where we're both just yeah, sitting we're in, a room <laughs> in a spot. In the same place. It's yeah. crazy. I don't have a headset on. It, we're, we're, I got no Zoom problems we're in our, today. Our, we're in the same pod, so it's like safe. We're, we're pod. We're yeah. porn pod. We're well, COVID we're, we're pals. Yeah. We're also related. Um, not that's that true. That matters, but 
I mean, it matters. You don't have to be related to being a COVID You can get COVID from a relative. I didn't mean it that way. (laughs) That would be funny if COVID was like, wrong family. Yeah, it's maybe our whole family's immune. That'd be great. Wow. Um, So... Okay. I want to finish my sentence that I started earlier. We hatched a plan to talk about the first five episodes um, for this portion, and then we'll tease it out a bit and do another episode about the last five, which I need to rewatch because apparently I blacked out during, not, <laughs> not literally, um, but I just don't really remember Christie's big day that much. So, but that doesn't matter to you guys because you're, it's going to time travel and you'll see both of them. So, yeah, we start out with Christie's great idea. Christie's big idea. Christie's big, great, great idea. idea. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I said Christie's big day. I thought it was, day. Yeah. Well, there's also a book at the end that's Christie's worst idea, <laughs> where the Babysitter's Club breaks up, but then they get back oh, together. They get back together. Sorry. I don't remember that. Okay. My, my memory of the books is a little foggy. Well, I just listened to the Babysitter's Club Club, so that's why. Yeah. So I, and I haven't listened. I told you about that. I was the one who told you about that podcast. You didn't know how and strongly it was going to affect I, me. I love it. And I, I have fallen I'm off a, of re- listening to it, but you've listened to all the ones. I give for... them $10 a month. Wow. Yeah. They, I mean, they're great. They're amazing. They do two shows. They do um, The yeah. Little Sister. So if you don't know about it, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know how you don't, but go check it out because it's amazing. Babysitter's and, Club Club. And they have had, they are obviously have covered the, um, the series as well, or they are still covering it. Uh, and they have had on, I think, every cast member, except for Sophie. Um, as far as I know, mm-hmm. and they've had on the writer and all that stuff. But anyways, whatever. That's that's their podcast. They can they can promote it. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> we just um, like it. We just love that. Um, we have I have a parasocial relationship <laughs> with yeah. that podcast. Yes. Um, so all podcasts are parasocial know, relationships, right? <laughs> except for the ones that I have. That's true. Not for one, you. The one that I've been on. The one. Thank you, Liz. Yeah. Um, so so Christie's a great idea. Um, I'm not going to read from this wiki. I just have the wiki up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we thought it would be fun to talk about kind of samesies and differences and just things we noticed. And there's so many fun references and there's a lot of really good jokes. Yes. So the writing just, is good. It's really, really good. Um, Rachel. The writing, the pacing, the acting. Shoot. I'm terrible. The writer's Shukert. name. Shukert. Thank you. And she um, directed, right? Remember, she's the showrunner. She, yeah, okay. But she's a big she's cheese. Not a director. Okay. There's other directors. I could be wrong. Okay. Okay. Um, TV's weird. It's different than some other things. <laughs> All right. Um, but I know that we talked about some of the references already. Jen and I did. Oh my gosh, there's so many details here. Um, yeah, we. I just have like a handful of notes for each episode. Sure. Well, I guess what sticks out to me about this episode um, the most is that Christy, the actress that plays Christy, does such a good job of yes. being borderline like a cranky pants, but you don't hate her, which yeah. is how I felt about her in the books. I, yeah. She just has the exact right amount of spunk and emotional immaturity. Yeah, she is. Um, and I, I just... I think they captured her really well because she is really good at self-advocating, but she's also young and uh, really still hurt by her dad leaving. Um, and just yeah. so in this episode, you know, she's dealing with the fact that 
her mom, Alicia Silverstone, is going to marry Watson or is dating Watson and she just doesn't, she doesn't appreciate that. <laughs> and so she's kind of a jerk. Um, but, you know, by the end of the episode, and she's a jerk to Stacy, you know, she's like, you're from New York. Oh, my God. Whatever. Newcomers. She yeah. doesn't like change. She's very um, no. resistant. Well, none of them really do. I think that's a theme. For is sure. That they react negatively to change, which is they totally really how I was. Yeah. At that age. Yeah, I can understand that. And and Claudia, as in the books, you know, she's a friend that sort of drifted away. Yeah. And I, I didn't I realize that. About that. Yes. <laughs> um, so it's like Claudia just has street cred. You know what I mean? She's yeah, just she's so cool. Too cool. Which was another experience that happened at that age is your friends like go off and yeah. be cool. And, and you're like, how are you cool? Why do I want to be cool? <laughs> like, how did you do that? Yeah, I didn't want to be cool. I just wanted to have them back. <laughs> right. Well, I, I wanted to be comfortable. In, in yeah. all social circles, and I didn't know how other people did that. Um, exactly. But so yeah, so Claudia is kind of like hanging with other like cool people, and she's you know she's an artist, and she's more mature. She likes boys, you guys. And Christy <laughs> is like hates boys. She's like oh, I have two disgusting brothers, um, who really, to be honest, the actors are great, but they don't look anything like the illustrations of the brothers. Mm-hmm. So it took me a while. Mm-hmm. But then again. Yeah, me Those too. guys were 40, so, like, <laughs> um, but they're, they're good. So, anyway, yeah, so they bring, so Claudia, you know, not only rejoins because of the club, but she, she's got the room, guys, and I oh, just. Oh, you gotta have the room. I thought it was, I know everybody That's the most of, exciting thing. <laughs> I know. Her room is, like. The best. Unbelievably cool. It's like a, it's like a loft apartment. <laughs> it is. It does have, like, 90s Friends vibe or something. Oh, yeah. Um, so I guess Mr. Kishi makes good money. Um, yes, they seem very like <laughs> yeah, they're very solidly ref- upper middle class, and they're re- very refined. The whole town is upper middle class. I mean, yeah, obviously, very very white collar. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we know Stony Brook doesn't exist, but it's modeled after you know those towns. I wouldn't have understood any of that when I read these books. I didn't know the East Coast. So, I mean, I don't know the East Coast at all. So, yeah, I don't think I ever even thought about it. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, that's far away. I was just like, oh, they get snow. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, that's what they it means seasons. when you're a kid. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the phone, I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. how clever it was. Yes. Because it's like, how are you going to explain why they need to meet in a in one place because it has a yeah. phone? It's, you know, this show is updated. It does not take place in the, 90, the 80s. Yeah. It is today. Um, and I think it would have been not successful if they placed it in the 80s. It might have come off a little bit like mm. the first show. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they could do that. Maybe they can do a theme episode. It but wouldn't anyway. feel as relevant to today because you wouldn't have all the no. modern like it would sentiments. Be like, it of... would be yeah. It would be nostalgic, but it wouldn't create, yeah. create anything new. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, so why do they need a phone? They need a phone because Marianne's dad, <laughs> a.k.a. the guy from The Good Place, um, is, like, you know, super anal and protective and says that, you know, Marianne can't answer calls from anybody that she doesn't have in her phone. So right. she can't take calls. And, and then they're like, well, we should ha- really have one phone. Because yeah. then, you know, then all the calls come to one place. And, oh, we'll, we'll get calls when we have meetings. And, well... Claudia's, you know, genius sister got a, a new, like, I don't know, modem setup Program thing. So there's an extra something. phone line. Yeah. <laughs> so they have a phone line, unlike most Americans. <laughs> so, um, 
And then, of course, they have the retro phone, which is a nod. To me, personally, is a nod to selling <laughs> wrapping, paper. wrapping paper and dreaming of getting the phone as a prize, but never, never selling You'd have to sell 500 paper. rolls of wrapping paper. And I am paper. not a salesman, you guys. No. I am not. What a weird... Tr- training in capitalism to make little kids sell wrapping paper. I always felt so uncomfortable. And I, I remember it was I remember showing people like, look, these are the prizes and maybe I'll get them. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess it's better the to The pity buy. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'd rather sell that or cookie dough. I bought cookie or dough. Or nothing. I bought um I bought like cookie dough or whatever from kids before because mm-hmm. i'm just like i i see you i mean the only <laughs> thing that is good is girl scout cookies but anyway uh, yeah i can't eat those <laughs> yeah but i'll be fine um and they're also really really expensive <laughs> so, so the phone was a prize phone was it was unattainable from etsy on the show which mm-hmm. i thought was really cute and i you know people all over facebook were like guys look it's a picture of me with that phone because I had that phone. You know, people yeah. our age or a little yeah. bit older. Probably That's cool. Older. They still have it. Yeah, or they'll, you know, people will see it. It's just it's come back up. Yeah. And anybody from a certain era, it reminds me of. Uh, do you, did you ever watch that show on VH1? I love the eighties. No. Oh, they just would like talk about random stuff yeah. from the eighties. And there was also I love the nineties. And this phone, it would totally be on. I love the nineties. I 80s. would watch that. Yeah. Yeah. The nineties. I don't think they make it anymore. I don't know where you can find it. I used to watch it bored after school. And I would also watch E! True Hollywood Story. <laughs> I remember watching an E! True Hollywood Story all about uh, Demi Moore. I'm just being like, oh, uh, yeah. she came from a rough background. Anyway, mm. um, back when there was nothing on demand. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't even have, like, real cable. So. Well, they could have had... Like, they didn't have to do the old the landline. They could have just been like, let's get a new f- cell phone for yeah. the group, which would have been... It would have been so boring, right? And it, it would have been, been, like, unreasonable. Like, yeah, your parents are going to be like, sure, yeah. I'll just buy a phone for yeah. you and your friends because you have this, like, lark. <laughs> yeah. So they did a really good job yeah. of making it fun and work um, yeah. and story-wise. Kudos to Ra- Rachel Schuchert, right, for oh, that. Yeah. And the writer. I'm sure there's more than one writer, but she's the head writer, and she was awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess I don't think there's a ton of differences Oh, I didn't even take notes on that because I don't um, remember. I didn't either. I just think it's interesting that it's on fandom. Um, oh, well, a big difference, of course, is Christy is a hardcore feminist and what she gets in trouble for. Right. It's the first line in the show. <laughs> and what she gets in trouble for is saying, you know, Thomas Jefferson said all men are created equal. He should have said all people were created equal, which is a good point. But Mr. Redmond is a very, you know, serious, frowny face teacher. Um, and I remember in the book, and the, at least in the graphic novel, mm-hmm. um, what she gets in trouble for is the bell rings, and she goes, "Thank God!" <laughs> yeah, they they really want to get that message of feminism they right in the first beat. <laughs> and, it, and it makes sense for Christie's character not only because totally. she's headstrong, but because you know she has a kind of a man phobia. Um, she's yeah, she not yeah. phobia man. Um, she she has a chip on her misandrist. Shoulder yeah, she doesn't like other. Grown, grown men because they're dads to their kids and she, her dad bailed yeah. and she, she doesn't like boys because doesn't trust him because who knows you know she's not ready to like boys or maybe she won't like boys who knows maybe they'll make her a lesbian you know what I realized is they don't show her playing sports at any point and that was such a big part of the book that's character that's true but, but I don't know it didn't fit I don't know if that came up in these books I mean it might have but it may have been, it may have been established later because this is just the first 
few books and they include a super special so um right 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 so but yeah i'm sure she will because i'm, I'm sure we're gonna meet bart at some point because she oh my gosh yeah bart um i don't know his last name <laughs> <laughs> we're not good friends i don't know his name um, <laughs> but anyways bart he has the bashers and christy has christy's yes. crushers so yes she coaches baseball so i think that's going to be a big plot you're right you're right for an upcoming it'll month. come up later yeah uh, so it's really exciting to look forward to. Um, yeah. And I, they did 10 episodes, which I think is a good amount to release at a time because these are incredibly rewatchable. And yeah, they are. Like we're talking about, there's so many little hidden things that are really fun to pick out and think about. And like, I don't know, I just feel proud. <laughs> I didn't make this show, but like, <laughs> it makes me feel proud. I'm just like, yeah, you guys, do it. Yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah pride by proxy uh i will say that every time there's oh you know who we haven't met yet who koki koki mason oh. the, their nemesis yeah she she's a good character i mean she's a bad Koki's person the weirdest name i know and her like lackeys i forgot their names but i guess she's not in but we do meet um the girl that ends up starting the babysitter's agency yeah i was thinking of her which is a she real is thing. definitely a nemesis which i don't does she even get a name yeah in the she show? does in the second in the second episode yes because they oh um, right they reference her and they're like oh you're in high school you know blah 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 yes and they and he's like yeah she's kind of making a lot of money <laughs> right she steals so okay obviously the first episode is all about the founding of the babysitter's club yeah. oh i also want to say that i love 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 the fact that instead of making mrs porter slash morbid destiny just right. an, a cranky white right, lady next right. door yeah she's actually like a witch like she actually is she's she practices latina. like uh isn't she yes she is latina she yeah. and she's we find out later she's don's aunt yeah um which also makes sense because don's mom is a wackadoodle in a good way yeah um but she's yeah she's like I don't know if it's Santeria or, or what you would call <laughs> it, but, like, you know, she practices, like, kind of moon circle type things. Right. Um, and, and it's great. And she's a great actress. Um, she is really good. But I, I just love it that, like, Karen was right. <laughs> yeah. She is a witch. Yeah. Um, she's not a bad witch. Definitely embracing that. Yeah. For sure. And it comes up in Christie's Big Day, the witch thing. Yes, it does. Uh, and uh, another episode, too. And this is the episode where, like, everybody's like, what's wrong with Stacy? Why doesn't she eat? Which A little bit, yeah. I noticed... Because Claudia is, has yeah. all the candy, and yeah. she's just like, she here you go. Hit. Yeah. So the thing about that, and they did it well, because it wasn't annoying, and I wasn't, like, it wasn't over the top. No. But the thing about the, that storyline that is from the original book, and maybe it's because it's dated, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, first of all such a big stigma yeah. I just I've never known and I don't know I don't have diabetes and I know it's a really difficult condition to manage I yes I, I have friends with diabetes I dated a guy with diabetes it's a whole thing um and and I I respect that um but I just don't remember my friends ever paying attention to whether I ate or not right or what you ate especially like considering well, maybe she's, in junior high though she's a new person Maybe so it's not like high. it's not like they're like, what are you doing? You usually eat these, but yeah, maybe, right. maybe in junior high. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but you're right. It's not like you don't know this person. Maybe they don't like candy. Like yeah, not it's everybody not that wants weird. candy. Or and, and for me in my head, I'm like, well, I have food allergies, so I couldn't eat that. Well, the other thing is like, she's trying to explain why she moved uh -huh. there and also why 
they can't go over to her house. Oh, right. Yeah, that, I don't know if that's in this episode. So there's other weird things. Yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, we have to redo the basement or something like that. Yeah, she's just really... And we find out why in The Truth About Stacy. Like, she's obviously been traumatized yeah, but that's, by bullying. Skipping um, ahead a little bit. Yeah, but I'm just saying uh, the faces she makes when, when she gives away the food are... She does a good job of not being like... Right. Oh no! <laughs> she's just very subtle, but it's enough that they and maybe that's why they notice this because she does make a face. Yeah. So maybe that justifies it. All she's, the acting yeah. is great. It's great. It's very subtle. Yeah. Um, and natural. And I mean, and it's a little uncomfortable in that room in that meeting because Christie's being a butt and Stacy's clearly not. You know, she's been burned. She's not sure these are new people. She's trying to fit in. Um, and I remember that awkwardness of standing around with other junior hires. Oh my god! And like, there'd be your good friends, but so like, awkward. One of your good friends would walk away, and you'd be like, "I don't really know these oh people." Oh my god! Standing in a circle with yes, friends. Oh, that was such a thing. So hard. It was, especially if there were boys. But I think. No boys here. Yeah. So my note about the first episode is like. I actually didn't realize that they had to get together first. I forgot that they were like, oh, let's yeah. recruit this person. Let's recruit this yeah, person. Yeah, kind of cute. And I think, you know, what I really, I when I was that age, I didn't give a crap about babysitting. Like, that was not interesting <laughs> to me at all. But I, I really I liked the sense. Uh, never did. <laughs> the, I really love the sense of um, having a friend group that's, like, tight like that. I always yeah. wanted that. And then also the sense of, like, building something. Like, let's make flyers. Let's uh-huh. set up the phone. Let's do the thing. You know, I love that stuff. I did too, and I would reiterate it not with babysitting, but we would have all kinds of clubs, Vanessa and, sure. and Grace and, yeah. and me and um, you know whoever, my friends in elementary school, we would be like, okay, and it was always me, we're going to be a candy club, we're going to collect candy. <laughs> it's always you. You're I the Christie. I'm the Christie. So, <laughs> yeah, I was kind of bossy as a kid, but I was also a pleaser. Well, just in that one Yeah, side. not bossy, but like, I guess assertive, I don't know. In that case, I mean, in that one context, you were like, yeah. I'm going to do this thing. <laughs> I don't know. Just I like you're doing the podcast. You're like, I'm going to make yeah. this podcast. You like, guys, let's do it. This is my babysitter's club. Yeah, it totally is. Well, and I had a stash of candy in my room. It wasn't, like, mm, hidden. Yeah. It wasn't hidden, but I, I savored it. Yeah, um, that was really Mom. exciting to read about the candy. And Mom the, knew about right. it. Oh, my God. It's still exciting. It's like, ooh, hiding places. Like, yeah. I don't need to hide things in my adult life, but I used to like hide stuff from mom <laughs> yeah it is kind of a yeah it's just what you do and it's not bad stuff it's just like your diary or a thing. you know a, a drawing yeah about me being sad i don't know like yeah. a note notes totally mm-hmm. hidden notes i don't think mom ever went through my stuff but mm-hmm. i don't think she wanted to because room was such a disaster <laughs> um she but couldn't. yeah so oh and i also want to say i love the montage at the beginning of this episode where uh Christy's mom is trying to find a babysitter, which of course oh, yeah. is the genesis of her idea. Yeah, and uh, it's just a great montage of like the sons being no help eating pizza, and then uh, Elizabeth, the mother, is running around uh, Alicia Silverstone, yes. and she's like, "I can't find a setup." She just hits this perfect note of like comedic, but not hammy. I don't oh know, like not clowny, and, but yeah, and she really hits the right well, note. She she reads as a mom like yeah a genuine mom not an adult that they stuck in a room with a kid which is like yeah that's true often not the case like I there's mean, a lot of shows like it seems like she, shows yeah. that i'm sorry go ahead. oh it just seems like alicia silverstone must have kids like she does i remember I would... she i remember when she had kids she said that she chewed up her food and <laughs> gave it to them <laughs> 
Wow. That was like weird. And that was when Alicia Silverstone wasn't making anything and she was just in the news for that. I remember that actually. Wow. Wow. Unless it was Drew Barrymore, but I think it was her. No, Drew Barrymore is just having her first kid, isn't she? Yeah, I don't think she's had kids for very long. Yeah, so, anyways, um, but she's not, she's totally, she sort of has like a. Um, like a Lorelai Gilmore about her, where mm-hmm. she's got a sarcasm and yeah. wit. You know, she, there's the crack where she's like, you charge what? What are you going to do, breastfeed him? Yeah, you know, so good. Sitter, which is really smart. Um, and, yeah, she just plays it really well. And she has great on-screen chemistry with yes. Mark Firestein, who's, like, just so adorable. Well, and with Christy, too. And with Christy, with yeah. With her daughter, yeah. And when she goes and gives, like, the mom talk, you know, at the end of the day, it, you know... Uh, Christy gives her some sass. Yeah. But they, you know, they have a really effective conversation. They have a good relationship. They do, and they certainly did in the book. I mean, I always loved the Christy house, Christy's mm-hmm. stories um, in the big house because mm-hmm. I loved Watson and I loved hearing about, you know, her babysitting yeah. Karen and Michael and, and, uh, and the mom. I just remember Elizabeth always being, like, an uber mom. So, mm. yeah, it was just really... It was just great, and it's like, it was exciting to watch. It was like, oh, here we go! Yeah, uh, I the this is leading into the next episode, Claudia and the Phantom phone calls. But the um, the whole babysitter's agency plot. Um, yeah, that is is that's the third episode. The, oh, is it? Yeah, it's the most uncomfortable one for me. Even though I mm-hmm. know it's going to be fine, mm-hmm. I just plot lines like that always give, yeah. give me anxiety because yeah. I want to be like no it's not justice but it's like obviously right. it gets worked out right um okay you're it's right. not that kind of show where they like yeah they end up in the it's not like a dark yeah middle, in the ghetto series. like yeah. we couldn't get any business <laughs> our parents scooped us out <laughs> um i'm trying to look i tried to pull up the sec the next episode but for some reason it didn't load claudia Claude. there's no text on this one that's weird community content is available under blah, blah, blah. well apparently no one felt like writing, writing about this episode so well, I, okay um jen, jen i took notes take some notes well so this is the one where claudia says um when she's painting and she says she loves it because all the voices in your head go away and that was like whoa anxiety reference like i really was like holy moly like this yeah. is, there's a lot of anxiety in this show and she feels it from her family she feels mm-hmm. immense pressure which is a different anxiety than what I had but right. escaping through art uh, yeah all the time Claudia was, yeah. yeah Claudia has a lot of anxiety yes historically because she really doesn't quote-unquote fit in with her family yeah. and it is sort of a and the, I, I don't mean this with any uh, prejudice but you know, especially in the 80s or whatever, there has always been a stereotype about Asian families, you know, yeah. valuing math and they science. They are, yeah, kind of stereotypical. And yeah. not art, which is sometimes true and sometimes not. Right. In this case, in the character of Claudia, it's just, it doesn't matter if they're Asian. That's her, her parents' way. They're like, no, yeah. you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer. And it's like, Claudia's like, I have so much to contribute and nobody notices it. And yeah. I, I remember feeling like that as a kid, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure everybody does at some point, but I really, I had a hard time in high school, and I felt really not seen. Right. I just felt like I was in the way. Um, yeah. And I was smart, but I didn't, like, study all the time, so my grades were good. I think I had, like, 3.7 or something, but, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't go to UCLA or whatever, because that's yeah. just not where my head was. And I also was not 
talent, as talented as Claudia at that age, but I also well, would paint all the time. Yeah, well, and it, it's that age where you are figuring out things that you can do versus things you can't do, even though it's yeah. not really, like, that's not a growth mindset, right? Like, that's a fixed mindset, but that's what she's doing in this episode is, like, I can't do math. I can do this. I can't do this. Right. And every kid is trying to figure that out. Yeah. Like, who am I? Well, I'm good at this. I'm not good yeah, at this. Yeah, and you really do have that feeling of, like, I have to be a thing. Like, I can't be all the things. Yeah. Um, Everyone has a thing. What's my thing? Like, I always said I hate math. I can't do math. I'm fine at math. I just... You know, yeah, it Claudia's not. No. She's really bad. Well, Claudia has Does she have dyslexia? dyslexia. Yeah, but they, that would be language, wouldn't it? Uh, it can be, it's anything written. Okay. Um, it's just a, it's a processing disorder. I mean, algebra is kind of like language. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> I hate algebra so much. I got in trouble in the class all oh, the time Oh, I didn't talking. mind it as much as geometry and... Oh, geometry made no sense. Horrible. I only passed the class because it was a new teacher. Oh. And he just gave everybody a good yep. grade. Yep, I yep. felt bad about it, but also... I, I did not have a teacher. don't like think it. I would have passed. I don't know how to do a proof, you guys. Never but then, it. in the... Sorry. In the show, she has her friend Trevor, who's like really trying to please it's the opposite for him right oh right he's trying to please his dad who's an artist and he can't and our dad sounds like a dick he's like his art this is derivative i'm like who who would say that another nod to the wealth and like higher up yeah they're part of the art world yeah this is like basically the suburbs of new york which i know sounds weird because new york's a different state but you know connecticut is where people from new york usually move when they have a family yeah and he probably his dad's probably in new york all the time and doesn't even know him yeah he probably doesn't have a relationship yeah so i liked that they did that for trevor's character because he's really one note in the books he's just there (laughs) and he he asks claudia to the dance and that's about (laughs) it and i remember in the book um the phantom phone calls were boys calling the girls to ask them to the dance but then then wimping out okay um (laughs) But in this, in this episode, it's really not resolved. Like, we don't know why someone keeps calling people and saying, like... No. Are they, are they stealing things, too? Is that this one? Um, you know, a, I didn't write anything mystery. about that. Um, well, neither did fandom. <laughs> sorry, fandom. <laughs> no, um, no, it's fine. I mean, the, the gist of this is um, Claudia trying to find herself, and it's sort of like there's this phantom she above her references is it claudia or is it christy who references the phantom callers in my head and i was like that's another heavy like this Seriously. is my kind of shit like this yeah. is angsty shit that i like <laughs> i think it was claudia and i was like this from whoa her, yeah, this is from her perspective so yeah she, she was thinking that yeah yeah and you know she uh, good writing she has her art show Correct? Or is that um, that's episode? later. Oh, that's me. That's later. Oh, yeah. Sorry. She hasn't but done it yet. But she does art in class. With she's Parker. getting ready, and she yeah, she's she's getting selected. I don't know something, but I just wrote down that the parents, her parents, need sensitivity training. Like what? Oh my god, they're, they're what is going on? They're cardboard. I don't know. Yeah. They don't read to me as her parents. Like no, they, that doesn't work. But maybe that's intentional because it, that's her sure. it, her impression is like you must be one thing oh that's a good thought like it's um, from her point of yeah, view yeah it's her perspective and, yeah that's and a good thought we're supposed to feel like we're in her shoes yeah um and uh so i think it was deliberate and they are really rigid i mean they're meant to be really rigid yeah uh but yeah she's like i can't you know i'm having trouble with math um and i have an exam and janine sticks her head in nose in and she's like maybe if Claudia gets a good grade on her exam, she will be allowed to go to the dance. 
Yeah. And it's like, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. And then she says something about negative reinforcement, and that's not um, what they're doing, so that kind of bothered me. But um, negative reinforcement just means you reward someone by taking away something oh, they right. don't like. Oh, right, she makes a reference to Yeah, them. but that's not what she... She's like, the most effective way to ta-da-da-da a behavior, but it's actually positive reinforcement because they're not taking anything away. We, they would be giving her access to the dance. Sorry, guys, <laughs> had to be in a hurry. Um, anyways, we need that, we need that. Yeah. Um, usually, though, at least she didn't use it as a term for punishment. Oh, she probably meant punishment. See, that's my biggest pet yeah. peeve, okay? Just, I have to... I'm sorry, I Uh-oh. just have to do it. Uh-oh. Pun... Negative reinforcement does not mean punishment, punishment or negative commentary or negative feedback. Because it is called reinforcement, it means, by definition, it's going to encourage a behavior, not punish it. Oh. The reason it's called negative reinforcement oh, is I it. take something away that you don't want. And that's how you reinforce. Like, okay. hey, Jen, if you sweep the yard, you don't have to eat your broccoli. Oh, okay. That's negative reinforcement. Okay. Okay. Um Punishment. See, I wouldn't know yeah. that. I, I know. It yeah. just drives me crazy. Yeah. And I understand that. But it just doesn't make sense. It's an oxymoron. They just wanted her to sound smart. And I know. she but I, didn't. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It, that's just such a common one. But there's a lot. You know, Most people wouldn't like that. even think about that. Like. Yeah, and it probably doesn't matter. So you're, you're just too smart for this show, I think. Well, is it's just because that's my field. And whenever yep. I hear it, people use that in TV all the time. I remember Modern Family doing one. And uh, Alex was like, I'm doing an experiment to see whether my mom responds better to positive reinforcement or negative reinforcement. Uh, <laughs> positive reinforcement is, yay, you're go, 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 go. And she says, negative reinforcement is, boo, you suck. And I'm like, no, no that's just that's not nagging. reinforcement. <laughs> that's just nagging. <laughs> it's not encouraging anybody. So yeah. moving on. Um, so she's like, you have to get a better grade or an A on your math test to go to the dance, which I just think is mean, because, like, I think the goal there should be study for your math test, and then you can go. Because you can't control an outcome, but you can control it. Yeah. Um, and that kind of pressure is not going to help. It's like, true. They're results-oriented. Yeah, exactly. And that's not, again, like we were saying, um, that Claudia is trying to think about think what she can and can't do. And her parents are telling her, you will do this. You will get this grade. So they have this perception that that's possible, that they can force that result, which is really untrue. Um, so it's just messed up. Like you said, they, they need perspective and they need sensitivity training. Um, maybe they need therapy. <laughs> I don't they know. don't, I mean, they just give no indication of understanding her at all. Like even trying to understand yeah, it, her. It's weird. Like you have a <clears throat> person in your house and you kind of just like around them any person would know like if you want to if you want to get somebody on your side like your child to do something first you empathize with them and then you say but i mean at least you do that motion yeah like have you ever struggled with anything in your life like can you not relate to this i understand what you're going through but yeah you need to get good grades because blah 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 and you need to focus on getting good grades like not not i want to see your grades get up i want to see you put the effort in because there's only so much she can control especially if she does have a learning disability, thank you. Um, I don't know that they say that she does in the show, but in the book, she does. She does in the book, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And she ends up going, um, later on in the series, she ends up going <clears throat> back to seventh grade to repeat. Because, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I knew what that was before that book. Like, it was like, oh, she's Probably not dumb. She just has a learning disability. Which is also a really good point. And so, honestly, yeah. kind of a before its time. To right. Be, I, I was going to say, the book is pretty woke for its time. Yeah. And the show is like, just punching that out like a thousand percent absolutely yeah they're picking up what Anne started absolutely <laughs> yes. um 
And so anyway, That's all I had for that episode. That's fine. So she uh, cheats. She ends up cheating. Um, well, I wanted to also say there is one person that understands Claudia, and that's Mimi. Right. Her grandmother. Right. I know she is, does all of the understanding which for I the parents. Think, but I think the parents d- rely on that. They're like, oh, I don't have to worry about I her guess. feelings. She's got Mimi. Yeah. And that's just bad parenting. So. <laughs> I know. They're pretty bad. And Janine is like, she's just auto- on autopilot. They're not like doing anything to make her that way. That's just who she is naturally. And there's no discussion of that either. No. I'll, put, I'll bring that up later. But Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyways, Stacy says, look, just take my test and say it's yours and you can go to the dance because they both got dates, right? I can't remember who Stacy's date is, but it doesn't matter. She's boy crazy. <laughs> um, excuse me, I had a burp. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say um so many times. No. She <sighs> She does at first. She sends her mom a photo, which I like how they use technology in this, yeah. and it's not noticeable. It's not like a Lifetime movie where they're like, "Get out my iPhone." And it's got like a fake. <laughs> Remember the old, on it. like the old, not the the movies when texting was first coming out, and it would take them forever to type anything. <laughs> yeah. Like you've got mail, it was like type 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 yeah. type. And ten hours later, he presses send. <laughs> I do. And it was I just do. Clunky. It's not realistic, and but in, in the show it is, and they use it realistically. They're not on their phones all the time, and they're not like, look, I got and my then, smartphone. And then he would narrate as he was typing, like, here is what I am typing. Right. Da, 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 da. It was I just do that, clunky. I do that when I'm texting with someone else in the room, just so, like... To hear, yeah, like, so you don't start typing random shit. Yeah, or also, it's like, I'll be like, hey, where's, you know, mom and dad, they're not here yet, and I'll be texting, and I'll be like, hey, where are you guys? You know, like, just because you're part yeah, of Yeah, but this was Tom Hanks' character sitting in his bedroom, just like, oh, hello, I am da-da-da-da-da-da. That's right. My reference to The Godfather is oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, the movie You've Got Mail. I thought you were referencing a- AOL Mail. <laughs> well, you know, the title of the movie is a reference to I did know that. AOL. <laughs> You've Got Mail. Which nobody knows what that is anymore. Yeah, they should but put But that some, was the first they internet throw we had. some AOL references into this. Oh my god, AOL. Those freaking discs. <laughs> oh my god. Um, OMJ. Yes, you're right. They It does take them a long time to type. And that was an effect that... And it was like, clack, 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 clack. It was like typewriter loud. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, they wanted to draw attention to like, look at the technology exactly, we're using in this. exactly what so I that's, mean. So that's, yeah, going so back is, to what you are saying. Even as technology advances or whatever, I mean, smartphones don't advance the way that they once did because we've kind of gotten to the peak, the pinnacle, so the changes yeah. are a lot smaller. But regardless, it will age well because it's not showy about it at it is all. not showing yeah it's like when you watch friends they're not like talking about their like call waiting is a big new thing you know it's just like <laughs> pagers yeah beepers i think uh no that's 30 rock where he's a beeper salesman <laughs> nobody needs a beeper um that's great comedy that's great hey dummy um I'm, 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 oh, yeah. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love that character he's the worst he's awful so, anyways, Claudius like sends a picture of Stacy's test, and it's like, look, I got an A. You know, she doesn't feel good about it, cause who would? I mean, she kind of got put in a corner, and she just wants to go to the dance with her crush, no. mom. And that's like the biggest deal in the whole freaking world when you're 13, okay? And she has a killer costume. Yeah, she's dressed as Tippi Hedren with birds all over her. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It's so. How so does she beautiful. know Hitchcock? Like how? That's so cool of her. Well, to she's know an Hitchcock. artist, right? So I bet she knows a lot, like film, I wouldn't have kn- music. I know, but she's Claudia. I know, but like, it's not like any, but like, how does she? 
how does she find this stuff? Because well, she lives in the modern age, so she has YouTube. That's that's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So it's, I was in the dark ages. Different, so, you know. Yeah. Kids see references to things. I would have had to call somebody up and yeah. be like, "What's a cool movie?" <laughs> <laughs> but the kids see things and then they'll ask, "Like, what's that from? Or what is that?" Yes. And we'll get into a conversation. Yes, about that's it. a good point. It happens all the time. Thank you. I'm not aware of that with the younger generation and how they the youngins are, except for with, with like the Aaron, kids with the tic with Aaron he's oh, it's yeah. like oh he's heard of everything like that's true because he has the internet because yeah it's a totally different generation he has a smartphone um so Aaron is Aaron is our them. cousin by he's, the way he's like 16 he's yeah. 16 he started driving he's super <laughs> cool hey Aaron if you're listening hi I he miss has you the craziest Instagram yeah, awesome. Yeah, we're not gonna plug it because he's a child, but no, um, no. But it's great. You guys will never know um, <laughs> unless you're <laughs> you related. Might stumble on unless it unless you know us personally. Yeah. Um, e- yeah. Sorry, I've been stuck on the same plot point for like an hour. Um, and then she comes out and says, "She says she tells the truth. This is not my test." And I think she should have been reinforced for that, but. Right. I think that's the yeah. moment where I'm like, they're the way they're handling this. It's is, like, okay, so you're damned if you you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. It encourages. You know what that teaches her? Lie. Yeah. It's like no, that's where the parents really went off the rails for me. It's like you know when you're a kid and you find a dollar on the street and you return it to an adult and the adult says you can keep it because you gave it to me. You didn't try uh. to steal it. It's like that. Yeah. It's a huge Next way time I will do the same thing to teach. Yeah, to teach morality. I did the right thing. I got praise. You know, and I got a dollar. <laughs> and in Claudia's case, it would have been, thank you for being honest. We're going to deal with this. Yep. You can go to the dance. You know, I don't know. Maybe you can go for an hour. Like, Yeah, they just said. They were just and like. She, she was like, no. oh, I'm going to go to the dance now. And they're like, yeah, right. Like, they yeah. were sarcastic towards her. And I was like, oh. Yeah, it's mean. This is sad. And then Stacy's there as Marie Antoinette. And that's pretty intense. <laughs> and then she meets the the couple that she normally babysits for and that she's like who's babysitting yeah. your child now and that segues into the next they always yeah. do that it's very the smart. ending is always segueing into the next dun, dun, plot dun. it's really smooth oh yeah and charlotte's got has two mommies charlotte has two right mommies, right I they love. just throw that in there for and also they and that's the great thing when they put these things in it's not these nods, a big it's not deal. like Oh, you know how Charlotte has two moms? Right. It's, it's nothing. It's not, they don't point it out. Right. Why would you need to point it out? Because it's 2020. It's just I mean, fucking life, man. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. Just put it in there. Exactly. It's life. So it flows. It flows yeah. very well. And yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Episode to episode also flows really well. They segue. And we segue into the truth Stacey, about Stacey. Yeah, the truth about Stacy, which is the episode where the agency tries to derail yeah. the babysitter's club. They're pretty awful people. It's the capitalism episode. <laughs> yeah, it's the capitalism slash shitty girls that you, we all knew. That girl. Like, not didn't steal my business, but like, was really mean and conniving and really yeah. remorseless because they are the victim somehow. I don't know. I might be projecting, but um, I had a few of those. <laughs> they were really mean. You know, and they, and they rely on the fact that other people are good people and so they won't match well, them and they're older so they feel like they like they get yeah. a kick out of like making fun of little kids i mean it's Which pretty is like, sad what is definitely what you want in your babysitter <laughs> yeah but anyway so basically the truth about stacy is her diabetes um which she eventually explains to her friends in this episode and when she's in so 
when she's in a dressing room with her mom, her mom is encouraging her to cover up her pump. Um, right. But I think that's really just, she thinks that's for Stacy's good. She yes. just doesn't want Stacy to feel insecure. Yeah. I don't think it's yeah. like, don't let anyone know. I'm ashamed of you. No, not at all. No, she says, I'm not ashamed of you. Like, yeah, but I could see why Stacy would feel that way. Because yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, that should be her choice. Yeah. But, you know, parents are a lot of mistakes, right? Yeah, that's more understandable than Absolutely. Claudia's parents. Claudia's parents, I'm like, what is wrong with well, you? But Stacy's mom is yeah. definitely... Stacy's mom. Stacy's mom has <laughs> got it going on. Oh, R.I.P. Oh, God, yeah, that's right. Mm. Anyway. Sorry. Okay, guys, I'm sorry. He, um, he passed away from Corona. Stacy McGill's mother is much more understandable and, you know... Yeah, she just wants to support her kid. You know, the backstory she's is... A, she's very human. Which is revealed at the end, but the backstory is that Stacy had a... You know, she started getting sick and they didn't know why, and that is generally how diabetes type 1 presents. Yeah. Um, you know, you're ravenously hungry, but you lose weight, and your blood sugar's all off, and she, you know, had a diabetic uh, uh, seizure. And somehow someone videotaped it. Well, somehow. They have smartphones. And... At this point in the show, she's like, my best friend, Lane, you know, shared this with everyone and then yeah. just ditched me, like, did not talk to me and didn't support me. And I, that's why we moved. Like, that's, and that's, I mean, that's huge trauma. Yeah. Not only did you have this illness that really can kill you, but, you know, you had this seizure where you're not in control and then you have to watch it and everyone's laughing about it. Like... And it's true. Kids can be really cruel, and, and bullying and cyberbullying are obviously really real. Right, and I was going to say that must be the difference from the book because. Um, yeah, in the book, I believe it, this is a social just, media like yeah. um, bullying, you know. Yeah, um, Stacy. Yeah, and bullying. in the in the book, Stacy's already told the girls at the end of the first book. That's true, but I don't really think that matters. Um, no, they didn't leave it till this. No, you need to. Yeah. You need to leave the suspense. And, of course, she has to do injections, but now she has a pump. Um, but, yeah, there is a difference because, obviously, there were no smartphones. There was no video. And I don't believe that there was a seizure in the book. I just think no, what happened no. is uh, Lane, her friend, quote, just unquote, told everybody. told everybody and was like, isn't that weird? Isn't she weird? And it was just mean. It was bullying. So it was yeah. old school bullying. But it's the same concept. So Stacy gets re-bullied because they're, they're at war with these... Um, the Babysitter's Club agency, and while in the dressing room at the beginning of the episode, Stacy sees a pregnant mother who they babysit for, and they're like, oh, we can't wait to babysit the baby, blah, 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 and she says, um, yeah, you should come visit. Come visit. And she's like, visit? And then, yeah. so we find out that because it's an infant, and this makes sense, I mean, I'm not going to give my infant to a 13-year-old, but, um, but this is just yeah. one case. This is how yeah. they learn of the Babysitter's agency, and they have, like, they swag, they have all this stuff, and they're like... Yeah, capitalism, yeah, marketing, rich, publicizing. Rich yeah. Well, that's that's something I was wondering about just now, is um, going back to Stacy's the stigma, like, what... Okay, so this is upper middle class, or upper class Connecticut. She's from upper class... She's from the Upper West Side. Yes. Um, which is very, like, high competition, so I could see how you can't, like show your weakness out there, right? Like, I have yeah. diabetes. You have to be competitive all the time, and you have to... I don't know. I'm just guessing. Well, and she's also just really insecure about it, and, and yeah. it's still new. But we're in this... But we're in this um, woke version of this story where people mm. are okay with being gay, with being trans, you know. Well, I mean, they have trouble with that, but... I'll say this. 
So why isn't Stacy accepted? Because people, well, I'm not speaking for the parents right now, but why is it such a big deal? Kids, yeah, anything that makes you different, right? It doesn't matter what the world's perception is. It's just, it's mob mentality, like right. I understand that, but like, it doesn't happen with being gay or being, you know, from kids it does. Not in this show. Oh, absolutely. Not in Stony Brook. That's true. Um, so I I'm wondering if it's, she's carrying it's some only, stigma from her I, society in New York. I'm sure she is, and, and also I think that's why they upped the ante with the seizure, because otherwise yeah. it wouldn't make any sense why no. the parents would care. Yeah. And they that's also, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So okay, they that, had, that's good. They had to put that seizure in there to... to so basically, the after this war... Um, or during this war, they f- they see Jamie Newton sitting on a curb playing in the street, and mm-hmm. the owner of the babysitter's agency is inside um, with some ugly guy and who's rapping. Who's rapping, and he's like, "Gotta get a Kit Kat, take a dip." I don't know. He does a rap, and then Marianne <laughs> says, "That what? That didn't rhyme, sir." It didn't rhyme, sir. She has <laughs> sir. the best lines in the whole show. Marianne's so good. She's the really best. About Marianne, have we? Well, next, she's, she's next the next up. one. Yeah. So. Um, so anyway, they're like they they rat on her for that. They're like, "Hi, we just found your kid in the street. Good job leaving her him with this lady." And um, and so the parents respond to that, and then they finally have like a meeting. All the parents and then yeah. the girls and their yeah. parents. And this is after uh, I forgot her name. Um, let's see, what is her name? Which one? Lacey, Lacey Lewis is Lacey the one. Lewis, who, yes. Yeah. Lacey um, fires back fires back by um, unearthing I'm sure through social media it would yeah you could totally do this yeah unearthing the video that you know was spread around in New York which again is not far away Um, and Stacy like you said it it would have been widespread because New York it is cutthroat and um, that's and the kids are cutthroat you know like that's what I would guess yeah differently. Well, and, and so it would be on Facebook and stuff, I'm sure. And also, there's a difference between um, being open, like, the, there's all these, you know, new, there's all this new acceptance of identity, but being, having diabetes, are you disabled? Like, is she yes. disabled? So like, is this a ableism? A little bit. It is. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. So that's different than like, oh, an, yeah, gay people are fine, but, you don't, but I'm still yeah. ableist. <laughs> a parent doesn't get to, like, a person doesn't get to say, you know because you have a chronic condition therefore I can't trust you you don't get you don't decide that you know right the person in you should trust them based on their behavior and their history and their ability of course. To well of course yeah but you're right all these parents this is really angering all these parents catch wind of this video and yeah, their response isn't weird their response is not wow Stacy I can't believe this so happened weird. to you what a monster I'm so sorry. Well, what a brave girl you are. It's mostly that one woman. I'm like, what yeah. is wrong and with you? Yeah, and she's like, how are we gonna? How do we know this won't happen again? It's like, it's none of your business, bitch. I mean, I guess there's parents like that. You oh, know? Pfft, yeah. Sarah's like, um, yeah. I've had <laughs> a lot of nightmares. Yeah, I'm, nightmare I just, I was parents. like, what is your problem? But yeah, it, it's awful. And it, what it is is they're not considering her at all. They're no. just considering themselves. No, it's so sad. And they, like, I, I don't know any parent though. That would even be having this conversation, this debate after it's weird. It, it was spread across town. That clearly this this 
other girl left the child in the street. <laughs> that girl would never get work Yeah, but again. she could stay out later. Like, okay, get an adult then. I mean, God. Yeah, like, no. you, you're all rich. Get a that, name. That, that part of the episode is a little weak for me, but yeah, I, I like the... I, I do like the whole... Um, I really was thinking of It's a Wonderful Life in this episode because huh. it's capitalism versus community, right? Oh, so yeah. the, the babysitter's agency is just cutthroat, oh. like Mr. Potter... And this meeting at the end is like the ending of It's a Wonderful Life, where it's like, no, what we have is valuable. We have community, and we have quality of care for your children. Like, yeah. I know, I started crying. No, I didn't cry. But sobbing, everybody. I mean, that movie makes me cry at the end every time, so. It's a great movie. That's that's the ultimate capitalism community. <laughs> now we're just saying lines. This is what Jen and I do with our time: is we just imitate things. We're not too good at the Jimmy Stewart. Uh, it's hard. Yeah, Mom I, says we sound like we have rocks in our I mouth. know, but he it. did. He did. So this not Mary. And he has Mary. <sighs> they're about to close down the library. <laughs> oh, it's so sad when when he's not and she's like a spinster, which I don't. She's an old maid. Yeah, she never like, married. She's thirty. A fate worse than death. <laughs> she's younger than than both of us. <laughs> she's an old maid. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I to be honest, I I don't love this plot, but I do love the way that they dealt with it. Um, but again, the parents are assholes. I, I mean, and if that, that one, one it's my that daughter, one woman. yeah, it's that one woman. And everybody uh, suddenly, mom. everyone else is like, and like, isn't Stacy's mom sitting there? Yeah, and it's that's like, what I was about why to say. would you just let this woman? I agree, but also, I mean. We've had conversations about our own upbringing. She wants to let Stacy handle it? No. What I was going to say is, I mean, I've talked to you about times that I was not advocated yeah. for when I was being right. clearly mistreated by an adult. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and it's because our parents don't like confrontation. Well, and, she, and the mom is clearly, like, very sensitive about it, so she might she might have just been like, Ugh. She was probably like, yeah, I don't really know if I can jump in the middle of this. Yeah. And, and, and in all respect, she might have been like, I can't tell them who to hire. Yeah. You know, I can't. But she also could have, excuse me, could have been trusting Stacy to handle it herself. Maybe. Which is the the better interpretation? Yeah, that would. Well, I think Stacy did say it's okay, Mom. I can do this. Oh, okay. Okay. And then she was like, "I'm gonna get clothes that show my pump," and I was like, "Yes, Stacy, good, because you're gonna go to the beach in like two episodes." Yeah. Um, Which does she? Oh yeah, does she have? Oh my god. (gasps) Continuity. Uh oh, I can't believe they would. Can you take that off? Goof that up. At all. I don't know. In the books, it was needles, and I was always like, "This sounds like hell. This is your life, and you have to do this." But you get used to it. I mean, you would get used to it, but I, I have a hard time imagining. Well, a lot, a lot of people do. The person that I knew that, like, quote unquote, dated for a minute, Mm -hmm. he didn't have a pump. He used needles. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, Um, this is 2020. Yeah, but their family's weird. (laughs) Their family's weird, though. They like don't believe in medicine or something. I don't know. Um, It's like you all have diabetes, but you don't believe in medicine. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's why they're <laughs> No. No, it's type one. Um, but no. yeah, the dad and both, or two sons. I don't know how many sons. It doesn't matter. I don't want to talk about them. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So Stacy does stand up for herself. She says, you know what? You can't. But I can tell you, I can show you, look, I take care of myself. Yeah. So you have no reason not to trust me, you know. And if you're, you can't really hold this against me, everybody has, you know, anybody could pass yeah. out, technically speaking, right? Um, and yeah. she's like, I'm really good at taking care of myself. Yeah. You know, and, and then she does, she, in this episode, she does yeah. take care of herself when she's feeling um, totally faint. Totally. And I remember in this. <laughs> and her mom is like hovering over her and she's like, Mom, I'm, I can handle it. 
Uh, yeah, I remember in the movie. Well, yeah, in the books, it's a very heavy theme that her mom is like yeah. really helicoptery. Yeah. But I can understand that, like, to. I mean, yeah, it would be hard. It would be scary to trust your daughter with that when she's only 13, but you'd have to get there. Yeah, um, that's true. Which it seems like she does. I don't, I, you know, I don't know what it's like to be a parent, so I'm just kind of like. Right. I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm not a parent, but I, you know. But you interact with I work with children. Families I, so much. And I, I work with the parents so much, and I know, yeah. you know, their perspective I just from hearing it and, and from loving you know, their child as well, and being like, yeah, I get it, you know, it's really scary, and I think about it when I have a kid, I'm like, ah, I hope I'm not, like, afraid to take it outside, <laughs> like, Okay, well, break. first of all, don't call the child it. <laughs> I don't know if it's a boy or a girl, okay? No, just kidding. They, them. They, them. Them, okay. Take them outside. Well, she knows enough about parenting not to call children it, so that's great. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, yeah, Stacy stands up for herself, and it's, like, all good in the hood. Community. And Christy, I think... Solidarity. ...really likes Stacy by this point. Yeah. They're all tight. They have their Toy. squabbles. <laughs> they have their squabbles, of course, but uh, who didn't? And also... Just before the would, entrance of Dawn. It would not be interesting if they didn't. Yes. Oh, my God, I love Dawn. Okay, Marianne... So that's the next yeah, episode. Marianne saves the day. I love this episode. Oh, Marianne's the best! I love this episode. Oh, and this also... Speaking of trans, this this does yes um, have a trans character that. has yeah. a trans character the child that Marianne ends up babysitting for. Okay, well they let's start specifically at the asked for her yeah. because she's sensitive and and this um, is such a 12, 13 year old girl thing to even mm-hmm. care about this. Um, this this whole fight is spawned because. Marianne answers the phone at the Babysitter's Club meeting, and it's a woman, and she says, Hi, I know your father. I work with your father, um, and I want to hire you to babysit my daughter. Mm-hmm. But that's against the rules. And then Marianne says, Oh, and she does say, Well, we have a club, and so we'll see yeah, who's available. Yeah, she's trying. And I'm like, what's she supposed to do, honestly? And the woman's like, no, I and of want course, to ask you. And it also doesn't make sense because all of these girls have their favorite clients. Like, Stacy has Charlotte. That's true. And, you know, Mar- you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. So, well, it does matter. And it's, But, again, it's not about logic. It's about girls and their emotions. Yeah. Yeah. And so Marianne is like, oh, okay, well, I'll... And the, the woman says, no, I want you. Which makes sense. I mean, she met her dad. And then you yeah. find out why, you know, she wants someone that she's heard about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Marianne says, okay. And then the club is like, how'd you do it? You're supposed to But she it. doesn't tell Marianne beforehand that her child is trans. Right. She does not. She Which just, is interesting. Um, and Marianne just totally rolls with it. Well. Because she's awesome. I think maybe I wouldn't do this, but mm-hmm. perhaps the idea the mom had was, I'm not going to say anything because my daughter is my daughter. I, yeah, I shouldn't I have to I don't say anything. Need to explain, and she'll figure it out. And well, if she's the type of person I've heard she is, she wouldn't have figured it out unless I mean she went in the closet and yeah. saw the old clothes. The boy clothes. So yeah, so Marianne ends up going on the gig, and she's you know great. She's adorable. This actress is so great, and I think she might be my favorite. Um, I don't know. I love them all. Um, I think. 
Claudia and Marianne are my favorites, although I do love Dawn. I, I, you know, I liked Marianne in the books, but in the show, she just, like... Yes, I'm talking about the so show. So amazing. Like, they really... Yeah. I almost feel like she's the main character. I don't know. I do, too. She's not weepy, like, in the books. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. She can be shy. She gets to be more sarcastic and... Yeah, she's really funny. ...wry and just... And her first line is, you know, this episode opens with her and Mimi... Uh, knitting and oh, she's yeah. like oh how we rage <laughs> i know because because mimi's like funky yarn, funky yarn. <laughs> i got us funky yarn. so like marianne gets to be the kind of almost the cool one but she's not because she's, she's a cool nerd i don't know it's an interesting hybrid for a character yeah cool nerd she likes herself what she does what she lacks confidence right because her yeah. again this i mean she has the most anxiety because of her dad her dad's she, yeah. whole life is anxiety. She lacks um, confidence to stand up to him, to him and she lacks, uh, I guess, the understanding that she can, but then well, she starts to get it. But if you're, I mean, if you're raised by one person and he's incredibly anxious, yeah. that's all you... That's your world. Yeah. You don't know I mean, she different. does have close friends with other parents that she can see, like, oh, not everybody's like this. Yeah. And she knows he's not typical, right? And then what happens, uh, I guess the fight really escalates because Marianne is saying, you know, well, my dad, you know, told her to ask for me or something. And Christy's like, your dad is da 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 And she calls him weird and yeah. controlling. And, yeah. and then Marianne spits back. She's like, what would you know about having a normal dad? Yeah. Because Christy doesn't have a dad. And it is a low Ouch. blow, but Christy's absolutely attacking Marianne, yeah. and it's not okay. So it's okay. I mean, they're kids; they don't. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so of course Christy's pissed, and everybody leaves, and Stacy and Claudia are just like not cool men. And so yeah, man. The next day at school, or so Marianne goes to school the next day, and they're all icing her out. So she goes and sits at a table by herself. <laughs> I love how Christy's at a table with the whatever twins. And then she, as soon as she sees Marianne, she's like, ah, ah, I know. Like it's her crush. That's silly. I know. And, um, and I think this is when Claudia is wearing the clueless outfit, actually. Yeah, I think you're right. She's, she's all cranky. Yeah, because she's, she's like, oh, I'm grounded now. Right, because she's sitting with, oh yes, that's right. Okay. They all get grounded. They all get grounded after. The fight. So, after the fight, and that's when the um, the the exchange about dads happens. But whatever, it just it just makes it worse. Yeah, see, she's oh, she's sitting with Stacy. Can our listeners see that? Our listeners can't. I'm just looking <laughs> I'm at just I'm, I'm looking at the picture, the side by side of instant like recognition Cher. of that jacket, yeah, the Cher white, the, I mean Lewis. the yellow plaid jacket. I was well, like, that's Cher. You know why that outfit is iconic beyond the outfit is hmm. because she uses her mechanical closet. To right. Make it yes. Out. Yes. Yes. And she has a little computer program. Yes. She does. Oh my God! I remember that. I'm tripping out about that. Yeah. And so Claudia is wearing, you know, the same jacket and skirt basically with a different shirt underneath that Cher wore. <laughs> Elisa Silverstone's Alicia on Silverstone. set and she's like, that looks familiar. <laughs> she's like, oh, here, I still had it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that'd be cool if they got the real It looks costume. a little looser on Claudia. It, it's looser it's not and as fitted. It's, the skirt is longer. Or they're pants. I think they're pants. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Cher's was She's got a t-shirt underneath, not a little yeah, vesty. So it's, like, it's very punk rock. Yeah, um, I would wear that outfit. I would not wear that outfit. When you, I was that you age. You wouldn't wear a mini kilt <laughs> I ever. Really you would not wear like her mini, style. Any time ever. I mean, Sharon Clueless was like my antithesis. I hated her. I was like, you right. suck. You hate Radiohead? No, I didn't know who Radiohead was. <laughs> I didn't know who that was. You the voice who Radiohead was just so you could <laughs> no. hate Cher. The but I, but it, I probably would have hated somebody who didn't like depressing music. I would have been like, oh, you suck. Yeah, you kind of said that to me. 
(laughs) This is depressing, and you'd be like, that doesn't mean it's not good. (laughs) I remember saying, that's why I I remember the the song. On brand. I remember the song for that show, Lane, because I said it was depressing. (laughs) And you were like, it's it's good. It is good. Shut up. I know I never told you, but I I illegally downloaded it, because I also liked that song. Yeah. Um, that was back in the day, guys. Yeah. Master. I mean, yeah, what else are you going to do? Yeah, I had to, you no know, Spotify. download things and they'd be not really the song. Or they'd be, like, taped off the radio. <laughs> or until you finally oh found the right one. Oh, yeah. And the little DJ outro would be on there. Yeah. KME or whatever. <laughs> KOME. Um, this is no name. Nah. Yeah, he said, uh... Oh, he's Never. not... I don't know where he is anymore. He was at Live 105, but... He's been around. It don't matter. So, yeah, so that part where Dawn comes up, the introduction of John, Dawn, John, John, <laughs> the best. We're calling her John. And she starts talking to Marianne, and, and um, Dawn's like, I think she says, like, where, where are your friends or something? And Marianne says, they're all dead. I know. Just, like, she's like, I'm just kidding. She gets the best lines. I know. It's like this really dark, uh, dark joke like, from this, like, cute I don't know. Yeah. She's, oh, this, she's there's awesome. this cool dichotomy with I this really character. I like her. And when she was interviewed on Babysitter's Club Club, she was mm-hmm. great. And she's a listener to them already. Um, oh, right. right. You so said she that. she knows all of their oh, lore. So and I was just like, oh, uh, M-G, her Yeah, she does a great job. They're all, I don't, there's no actors in this that I'm like, eh. They're no. all, they're all awesome. Malia. That's her name. Malia Baker. Is Marianne, and she's going places, guys. Mm-hmm. Going places. So right. So after this, oh, she meets Dawn. Yeah, Dawn. Um, she meets Dawn. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. I don't know. Um, she meets Dawn at once, um, and then we. She says, "Could tell her friend- voices apart if you." Yeah, <laughs> if I did that, that would be really. Okay. <laughs> um, they. I'm the one that says um all the time, guys. <laughs> oh, I say that all the time when I'm teaching you. Mm. Yeah, Jen's try, a I'm really college conscious of it when I <laughs> bragging funny. about me. No, that'd be funny if I was like, she's a kindergarten teacher, and you all this stuff about like I didn't care about babysitting. <laughs> no, college, big kids, uh, big kids, big kids, and they don't. So yeah, Dawn's awesome. Dawn is, you know, she's the best. She's a hip chick. She is so, Latina, and she yeah. has just moved from California, which makes complete sense because there, you know, there's a huge Latino Latina population here. Um, and yeah. her dad's gay, and that's why her parents right. divorced. So all of that is new. Marianne is, mm-hmm. is biracial, that's new. Yes. Dawn is Latina, that's new. So yes. these two characters used to be totally white, and, yeah. and they, now they're diverse, and, that is, and that's awesome. And it's much more Do you know, is Rachel, is Rachel Shukert white? I believe so, yes. And she just is very woke. I think so, and, and I, I makes think bold there's choices. a whole team, and who knows? I mean, yeah. Anna, Anna, Anna Martin helped with the show, so she may have oh. even said, like... The I, master I herself. Wished, yeah, she may have said, like, I always wished, blah, blah, blah. She did try. She put Claudia in there. You know, she put in That's people true. with differences. Um, she she did try, but there's only yeah, so much she can do. Yeah, Charlotte, in, in the books, 80s. the child ha- uh, has Down syndrome. Oh, So she yeah. hit a lot of heavy things. And there's a kid, There's an, a book where one classmate dies of leukemia. It's a really dark one. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, she's put a lot of really real life she's stuff. trying yeah she's not trying to sugarcoat anything yeah and you know i was listening to uh fake doctors real friends the scrubs podcast which is awesome and they somebody asked a question because they have a fan come on every episode and they can ask a question and oh cool he asked he, or he said you know scrubs was really the i have this condition and there was this ep- an episode about it 
and this it was the first time I ever really felt like I recognized myself on mm-hmm. TV or in media. And he, mm-hmm. he asked, like, what was your ex- first time of recognizing yourself? And I thought about it for a long time for myself, and I was like, not that, not that, not that. And then finally I was like, oh, the babysitter's club. <laughs> like, because mm. I yeah. felt so much of what they felt at different times, yeah. different characters at different times. Yeah. But I also will stay, say that the movie Now and Then was definitely my jam. Yeah, it's the same vein, yeah. It is. They're uh, a little older, but... Right, and there's more, you know... They get into trouble more. <laughs> well, I... It's a romp. When I was um, obsessed with these books, I started writing a story that came became a, a novel in elementary school, and it is basically a Babysitter's Club book. Like, it's like... because Because Anna Martin used to write eight pages of like Claudia looks like this and Marianne looks like this and yep. she likes this oh God, and so I thought you had to do that like I was learning <laughs> how, how books worked you That's know so, cute. so I wrote that into my book and I remember being like oh this character has to I think I had a character named Dawn too of and and she, she and I had to describe her earrings and stuff because that's the kind of thing Anna Martin did and then I I maybe I cribbed from that book where the kid has leukemia because one of my characters died and there was a super dramatic scene where the main character whose name Jennifer Clarissa or something and she's like comes back home and finds out her friend died as a boy and she's like running through the graveyard and it's raining and she's like (laughs) it's like I want the drama so dramatic yeah that was my like you should publish it that was those were my um baby steps into being a fucking melodramatic novelist (laughs) yeah like I'll use this scaffolding because this is how you write dialogue. Is, this is how, how you, you write dialogue. This is how you write characters. This is how you do characterization. You learn by doing, and yeah. then, you learn, and then you have more variety. So those books were my classroom. I love how you went from Babysitters Club to Stephen King. <laughs> I totally did. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's kind of great. Though. And then I was like, oh, you have to have pop culture references from baby boomer generation, and it should always be Stephen in Maryland King. and, and Maine. Yeah, lots uh, of rain. Is. Or Maine, sorry, yeah. not Maryland. I was thinking about Maryland because Liz, I was listening to Liz's episode. Hi, Liz! On Real Housewives of Potomac. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, so, yeah. Oh, it does talk about Marianne knitting with Mimi. Marianne yeah. and Mimi. Mimi have a very close relationship yeah. because Marianne, you know, so really her mother gentle. died when she was yeah, a baby. Yeah, right, right, right. And Mimi knew Marianne's mom right, really well. Right, They reference that later. Yeah, and so it's a it's a good relationship. It's a good um, foundation for her. She's, you know, Mimi is everybody's grandma. She's amazing. Oh, my God. You know, Mimi's the best. She's the best. So Dawn is introduced. She's great. She's spunky. She's like, we moved here because my parents divorced. My dad's gay. She's like, it's yeah. okay. Like... My mom said she kind of knew for a long time, and they're still best friends. And so, you know, she's bright and sunny, but she's not like, I'm a vegan. You know, nope, like, nope. I eat oats. Um, like, she's just, she's rad. Like, she does eat healthy and whatever, but they don't stick to that. Like, they don't really push that in your face. It's sort of just like, oh, well, she's from California, so naturally. There's one line about it, and she yeah. says it. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it's just part of who she is. They're not shoving it in your face. Um, we do eat differently out here or out there. Yeah. In the book, it was Which a is, huge deal. Like was. California was like a foreign country, and I remember being so proud. I'm like, I'm from California. I know. It's so funny though because it must be cool. I guess it's always kind of been more like hippie-ish, obviously. Mm, yes. So I suppose food has always been affected by that, like yeah. raw food and stuff. Well, in the books, it was like, Sushi. I eat sprouts and tofu. That's my diet. It's like, you know, you can eat more than that, right? And she was blonde, and she was like a surfer babe. Yeah, she was but really I, SoCal. 
like I I could see Laguna how Beach. She Rachel Shukart was, like, was like. Yeah, I could see how Rachel Shukart would be like, "Well, this isn't gonna fly." She's like, "I live in California." Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me tell you something. She's Nobody like, this looks is, like Dawn. This is ridiculous. Absolutely, and so they picked Sochi. Yeah. So. Uh, Sochi Gomez. Sochi, yeah. They say it's pronounced Sochi. Okay. Uh, I don't know where Sochi that Gomez. comes from. Um, and that she like Aztec or something. Yeah, it's cool. And yeah. she's just she was also interviewed when Marianne was interviewed, and she's also she's just as charming. I'm sure. So she's you know kind of instant friends, and Marianne invites her to hang out, and which is big. I mean, yeah. that's also assertive. I don't know if I would have done that. Yeah, yeah. Invited a new. Kid. I think. I, I mean, think if, I, yeah, if I knew they were the new kid and they were open and vulnerable, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you should. Yeah, maybe I would have. But if it was just a random person, I'd be like, mm, you yeah, probably already have friends. Wouldn't seek someone out. <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't. And also, she's in a fight with her friends. And so it gives her some yeah, time to they're bond. They're dead. They're all dead. To me. <laughs> they might as well be. No, uh, <laughs> no, she, and I like that Marianne is not spending her time freaking out about this fight. She's like, okay, I'm just going to do my thing and we'll figure it out. You know, it's like a very mature yeah. response. Yeah. She's not, it's not sp- like a spite or anything that's making her invite Dawn over. It's like, oh, here's an opportunity for to yeah. get to know someone else. I mean, my circle's a little small and they happen to all be mad at me, so I'm going to move in a positive direction. Yeah, and then they get a new member as a result. And then they result. get a new member and Christy is... She doesn't even know it. She's recruiting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Christy doesn't like change. Christy hates change. Well, I mean, it's her club, so she would prefer that she does the recruiting, I that's think. That's true. And so that's set. Their date is set. And then Marianne goes and babysits. And as we've said, uh, she it, you know, it slowly dawns on her that the little girl she's babysitting, who is a character from the books, but just they added, mm-hmm. Bailey. added that. Um, Bailey, yes. So she sits for Bailey, and Bailey, you know, was presents as female but was born with male genitalia Mm -hmm. and bailey gets really sick bailey has like a really high fever it's like 104 which is really bad pretty bad (laughs) i think everyone knows that you don't need to have kids to know that uh or babysit so she calls 911 yeah so she can't get a hold of the parents so she just calls 911 gets the kid to the hospital which and it is the right thing to do and the doctors can congratulate her but at before that the doctors are in the room and they're like he, 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 right. he, you know, about They're the, not looking at the, the kid, kid at They're all. They're not looking at the patient, which, like, uh, it's a thing. I mean, doctors yeah. are really busy, you yeah. know, and they don't have, yeah. they and don't, also, they don't have a lot of patient contact. Col- different colored gowns, do they? I mean, don't you just get, the, aren't they all blue, like the gowns? Yeah, asking for a different colored gown, but no, actually, yeah. for children, I can imagine that they would A child a would ask for that, yeah. yeah, but I wouldn't know if they would have it. Exactly. But maybe they saw a girl in a pink outfit, a pink robe or something. You know what I mean? Um, no, so I, I think the kid would think they ha- assume they had it. Yeah. But, um, well, I think she just says I don't know it if they would. to advocate um, yeah. for her. Yeah. So basically, Marianne says, excuse me, y'all need to stop and pay attention. You're she, calling this girl, like this little girl, a boy, and that's not who she is. You need yeah. to call her a, a she. Yeah. And um, and they're like, whoa, whoa sorry, yeah, you know, because they, they didn't much. <laughs> they didn't mean harm. No, you know? it's just oblivious, oblivious. But oblivious. she, but what, <laughs> sure, but what, what Marianne does, and what I noticed in this episode is like she doesn't just she says, "Can I talk to you outside?" Yeah, and that's um, a move that signals like awareness of the situation and maturity to me. And there's a lot of moments yeah, in this episode 
where kids seem really emotionally um, in tune and ex- able to express themselves in a way that's like really awesome. Like kids are, one of the kids says like, I need space or something. And the other, somebody else says trapped in a cycle of codependency about <laughs> like, that's a, something a kid says, like one of the teenagers. I know. And then um, Dawn's mom mentions a therapist. Um, well, that's why this isn't just a show for kids. And uh, so what I <clears throat> was thinking about is like how sitcoms, often model functional behavior way more functional than is actually true (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I was watching old episodes of Cheers and um they're they have a lot of bad dated assumptions and ideas but they they talk to each other about stuff like Mm -hmm. they say let's go let's go in the back room and let's talk about this and I'm just thinking about you know that's mom and dad's generation and that's not what you did in their generation like they saw it happening on tv is progressive as a better version of and now this is like the better version of like i mean i don't know gen gen z is like really well it's so self-aware has way more um resources yeah i mean the little kids i do it with my clients all the time we talk about self-care yeah yeah and mindfulness i mean most of my clients have at least tried meditating that's awesome Um, yeah and like one family has you know the chimes yeah and the like own thing I don't know what you call it mm-hmm. uh, yeah it, it's it's a thing now there are books and books and books about kids and their emotional development and how to support them and yes how to give them coping tools and that's just incredible um, and yep. it, I'm so glad that it exists and I'm also really glad to be a part of yeah forward yes because that's and you know it's one of the reasons i went out on my own is because i that stuff is underrated by a lot of clinicians Mm. and Mm. it's so important interesting yeah yeah and it's so preventative too of a lot of yes oh my god and negative emotions so yeah so that i I guess this show is pushing forward too it's pushing you know it's like picking the most progressive um yeah aspects of kids experience now and saying here's what life you know absolutely is like you know it's not like you're perfect all the time but you can express yourself and you know when when that I don't know if you want to talk about that scene with the witches <laughs> the, like oh, the yeah, um, moon circle I love that scene yeah and that's a whole demonstration of just like acceptance and yeah. you know they're doing this in Connecticut in small town Connecticut <laughs> I know I love it well it's kind of bougie and bougie people yeah are kind of into that stuff yeah. But not not Morbetta Destiny. She's not bougie. She's just she's a not. Up, she's just uh, like like moon goddess. <laughs> she must have an interesting life there with all these like kind of. Well, she gets pestered by Karen. Who thinks upper she's, class you know, neighbors. Yeah, uh, but she has this you know big hedge, and she's kind of <laughs> hidden in there. I just need my hedge. <laughs> yeah, and so they do. Then I could be a witch. New moon ceremony, and, and Marianne goes with Dawn, and it's really cute. You know, she's it's totally so open cool. to it. And. Mary, um, she either she, I like when either she or Dawn, one of them's talking and then uh, about moving. It's it must be Dawn. Mm-hmm. And this other lady goes, I know just what you mean. <laughs> I was moving, and then um, Morbetta is Esma, like, she, like, like, it's not, not right, about you right now. Not right now, Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. She's Karen. Like, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, and then Marianne's too scared. Oh, Marianne runs away. That's right. Right. So that's when Dawn, re- Dawn. That's when Dawn Dwan. really um, shows her wokeness, and she's like, and Marianne's just like, I'm a crybaby, I'm pathetic, Aww. and Dawn's like, okay, like, I accept yeah. anything, and, and Marianne's like, what do you mean okay? And she says, well, if you feel like 
if you think you're a pathetic crybaby, who am I to tell you otherwise? And it's like this kind of way of thinking that's like, like it's not up to me to make you yeah, feel better. Yeah, it's do very that for yourself. enlightened. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, and so you realize that Dwan actually has like a lot of, and that's um, probably how her mom talks to her, right? Really, yeah, really, um, and that's how she learned that emotionally intelligent thoughts. Absolutely, and I can see Aunt Esme being somebody who would say something like that. She has yep. a lot of good influences yeah, in her life. Yeah, she's got all those models, yeah. And they're all women in that circle. It's a woman's only. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I want to see, like, Christy go to one of those. Or, like, oh, my. <laughs> she'd be skeptical, the and then they'd, circle. like, bring out food, and she'd be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... She'd, like, try to get some clients. That's what she'd do. Exactly. So, <laughs> you have kids? Ugh, no one here has kids. Um, <laughs> Marianne, after everything um richard her dad shows up at the hospital and he tells her you know i'm overwhelmed by you yeah and she's like what she thinks he's gonna be mad and yeah he's like, no well, i heard can't blame her yeah exactly <laughs> i heard you talking to those doctors and i just I, you know you're so amazing you're so assertive you remind me of your mom um and she's finally like gets the guts to say can i change my hair and my clothes and he's like mm-hmm. oh yeah wh- why do you ask and she's like well you always want to have it in braids and he's like that's the only way i knew how to do hair <laughs> your mom showed me that yeah because your mom had you know black women hair yeah like black. that stuff's not easy to do yeah so he he's like a white guy I he's like i don't know, know. <laughs> yeah, i know that was, poor, it's already like he's a dude yeah that was sweet an anxious back. dude although yeah. i will say my dad did my hair when i was growing up yeah because my mom didn't have patience for it but he has Love totally you, <laughs> he has totally different hair than it's not like he was doing his wife's hair i know that's a whole cultural thing yeah but I think it is, a, you know, if you have a child that is of another race, yes. you learn how to deal with their hair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a friend who... He's too rigid, I don't know. I have a friend who has a... Her second youngest is half black. And mm-hmm. so she posts a lot on Facebook, like, guys, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to I do braids. I don't know. <laughs> Can someone help me? Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is actually great that she puts that up there because it's yeah. like, no... No one's going to make fun of you for being no. like, I'm just trying. Just being open about it. Yeah. yeah. She's just an open person. So, anyways, um, so that's a great moment. And then, of course, Marianne's dad calls the girl's parents and is like, look, I'm sorry. I overreacted. <laughs> he's doing um, that a lot. <laughs> yeah. He's got a lot of apologies. He apologizes He's always just like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Shit. Um, and so none of them are grounded anymore. And they are okay. The the kids make up. Um, yeah the girls are proud and they're like wow you handled that well and like we see that it's a complicated it was a complicated situation and you know there's apologies were made that's that's all good um and and then marianne gets new clothes and dawn comes over for thanksgiving and guess what guys (laughs) in case you don't know dawn's mom is richard spears ex lover from height from high school (laughs) that's weird when you say like that because it's from high school well you know i think you call it high school sweethearts i know i know (laughs) i just wanted to add some it was my first lover (laughs) (laughs) hello lover (laughs) they just start making out that's totally richard spear right and it's just it's such a happy feeling yeah right when the, the episode ends and marianne and dawn are like oh my god this is so cool you know like yeah that that was like even I felt excited about that when I, know, I was reading the books. Though, like, I was like, yeah. and watching the show, even though I knew it already, I was like, 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's really exciting. Yeah. And those two. Because you imagine your best friend's parents somehow being part of your family, and you're like, whoa! Yeah. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Can't imagine mom or dad marrying not that we, any of my friends. Yeah, not parents. that we had Our a, are married. So. Yeah, they never divorced, so it yeah. wouldn't yeah come yeah. up. But poor us. No, I'm just kidding. They were like <laughs> in a polyamorous. Oh, you guys. Oh God, that would have been the opposite of our childhood. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that uh, springboards us into the last episode we'll talk about on this. Dawn. Dawn. She finally gets her app. Dude. She's wearing the. She does the '90s style. She does the Spice Girls hair. Yes, she does. And yeah, this, I dig that. I dig she's that. She's like a little bit of a skater girl. Yeah. So this episode, Love I gotta it. say, Dawn and the Impossible Three, what, maybe my favorite. Yeah. Um, it's good. We have a really big br- Christy breakthrough at the end, and also, yeah, Dawn has to confront something that I have only just now been able to confront as a 32 year old woman she has to tell somebody else i can't be responsible for you i can't take oh my care god. of you boundary I, the boundaries i have boundaries and oh my um, god girl like killing it so yeah. dawn and the impossible three is the episode where basically dawn just gets assigned she's part of the club now she's passed a provisional test i guess probation she's on probation that's right <laughs> That oh, sounds like bad, like Christy. she did something wrong. Yeah, probationary. That's um, not nice. She should have called it provisional. Yeah, well, you know. It does technically apply, but it, it the context is bad. Um, and so she is going to take care of the Barrett kids. There's three kids, and their mom, Natalie, is very um, irreverent, and she... She's just like, oh, yeah, the kids, the house, and she just runs out. She's a little self-absorbed. She's very, and she's trying to get back into acting because she's just been divorced. And so there's three very young kids. Mm. Um, and so Dawn is like, uh, the fuck? And, but then she manages it because she's awesome. She gets the kids, you know. She overperforms. She overperforms. And I'll tell you something. I used to do this. Yeah. Every time I babysat. Yeah. I cleaned. Yeah. And don't do that, guys, because then people expect you to do it. Yeah. They'll take advantage of you. Yeah. At least certain people will. Um, yeah. And I don't do that anymore. Well, obviously. I don't, you don't babysit, but... I'm not a babysitter no more. Yeah. Um, unless it's, like, for Kyler's brother, and then I'll be nice and clean the counters. But <laughs> his brother's kids, I mean. Yeah, it's But that's because that's family. Yeah, that's a little different. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she tidies up the house thinking, like, well, I'll do something nice. Um, and then Natalie gets home and is like, great, I'll just have you do it, every parent, my children, basically. Yeah. And so Dawn is exhausted. Um, and, you know, Natalie's just taking full advantage of her. She's coming home super late. She's going on auditions which for, like, commercials, I guess. Which makes sense because yeah. they're all supposed to be close to New York. Um, and then uh, she talks to her. We do get her dad's voice, but we don't see her dad. So I don't know if he's been cast. Oh, actually, I know he hasn't been cast because Rachel Schuchert said he hadn't. And the babysitter's club. He club. comes up in the video. Does he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Wait, think... are you talking about Don's dad? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, he comes up oh. in the video for like five seconds, okay. but they could still recast him. Yeah, I mean, they don't need to. I just, I, yeah, I don't know in, in what way he'll come back. I mean, he is supposed to be. In the books, Dawn moves back to California eventually. Yeah, that's and right. Before that, she visits constantly. So right, 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 right. She calls him her Disneyland daddy, which sounds oh yeah, that's wrong, terrible, <laughs> that's awful. Um, the next time, Dawn. Okay, so 
Exactly. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, there's there's a double there's a parallelism in this episode with Dawn's mom as kind of an analog for the the family. She's she's overperforming for both, right? She's compensating yeah. for both her mom and her her mom who like puts things in random places yeah, and it hasn't unpacked. Yeah. Um, she's not like Natalie Barrett where she's abusive about it. No. Um, she still takes care of oblivious. her in the important way. She she's just oblivious. But for Dawn these are two challenges that yeah, come up at the same time her mom and right and the child the child as a parent i mean the parent as a child is, is a theme there it is and it is very much in the and books. the child as a parent and we sort of circumvent that because That's you know ours. she eventually remarries um richard you know down the line and so that kind of who is the parent to end all parents so they <laughs> kind of balance each other out um, but yeah don's mom's thing is like putting i remember in the books it was like her shoes yeah. are always in the fridge. I'm like, that is like a little bit the, of a leap. The hair dryer's in the oven or something. Right. <laughs> like, um, but she... Yeah, that's a little... That's like you have a brain disorder. Like, Yeah, like... You have brain damage. Or, like, you know, maybe come up with, like, a, a system. Like, yeah. that's just not her personality. Yeah. Um, but she's likable. And I think... It, it doesn't matter. I don't remember if she makes a date with, with Marianne's dad yet or not. But that's coming up. Uh, so, yeah, Don talks to her dad, um, and like actually, this one is pretty brief plot-wise, but it's just a really, just really well done. So, Don goes back to babysit for the Barretts, and uh, all of a sudden, mom leaves, and all of a sudden, Buddy, who's the oldest, is nowhere, and or maybe he's the middle. It doesn't matter. Um, is just nowhere. So basically, as far as she knows, he ran away. Um, and so Dawn's freaking out. She calls Christy, who is like, you're on probation, you know, and so it's, yeah, it's tense. Yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, you lost a kid. And but didn't Dawn already, like, ask for lessons from Christy? So she won yeah. her over that she way. Was really she was really like, Yeah. But they yeah. do, they she's, emotionally. She's good. She, oh, that's right. She did. And Christy yeah. teaches her that making a loud noise can stop yeah. a behavior, which is totally right. true. I mean, it's kind of yeah. risky. <laughs> it can be punishing, but... Um, but it can, uh, you know, raise basically volume. And so, yeah. st story goes, uh, they're looking everywhere, they tell everyone, and then the dad, uh, Buddy's dad, who is divorced from his selfish ex-wife, shows up with Buddy and is like, what's going on? Why are there cops here? And they're like, sir, who are you? Da -da -da. And he's like, I'm the dad, this is my son, I took him to swimming lessons, I thought Natalie told you. And it's like, of course she didn't, because she's that self-absorbed. Um, and of course she didn't answer her phone, so she just like sucks. Uh, basically, I mean, I'm sure she's going through it, but like you can't yeah, just she's bail not, on your she doesn't come out very come off very well in this episode. No, and it, that's a reality. There, not every parent is a good parent, and that gets you know that all gets noted because the cops are there. They have to file a report. So yeah. In real life, she probably would have started getting checked, you know, uh, challenged for custody. Yeah. So. And that's a thing. That is also a real thing, and that's rough. So, anyway, he's there, but, you know, Dawn's just frustrated, and it, and she does eventually confront Natalie, um, but yeah. before that, well, before Natalie's on, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. There's oh, a scene wait, with Christy, she, oh, there's a scene yeah, with Christy having her breakdown, which is like, Oscar nom, you know, like she's... What if, right for her close-up, she does an amazing job with this scene. She really does. Christy does. So you can see she's boiling over, and you can, yeah. and it's this feeling of, like, everybody has a dad, even this yeah. kid, and, like, 
They're divorced. This guy's divorced, but look at him. He's here yep. with his, his kid. Meanwhile, Christy's dad is, you know, is, she lives, doesn't, he doesn't even in, talk to her. You know where he's supposed to live? Petaluma. Oh, right, 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 right. Isn't I was going to say California, where all the <laughs> random stupid yeah, people Yeah, he's live. supposed to live in Petaluma, California. Petaluma. Which, if you don't know, is uh, a town in Sonoma County. It's where... So sweet. I go for a lot. I used to work in Petaluma. It's where Karen Kilgariff is from. It's not where sleazebags go. It's not. It's a. It's an adorable little yeah. town. Um, it's like very... You know, yeah, so it's, conscious it's about 40 kind of. minutes north of me. I go there all the time. Yeah. Um, it's a great place. It's not for sleep. 40 bags. minutes? Mm, no, 30, sorry. Yeah. Well, you know, there's that Nevada traffic. So uh, sometimes it's what yeah. It depends on the time. Uh, so. That's how they talk in Petaluma. So, yeah, it's really far. They have this Petaluma yeah. accent. <laughs> it's a little Boston, little Boston, little New York. Yeah. Little, uh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> it's just Linda from Boss Burgers. All right. It. Yeah, when I go there, Paloma. <laughs> Paloma, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I was wrong. Dawn doesn't stand up for herself. Dawn's mom. Right, exactly. Parents. That, right. So, that b- brings that full circle because the mom is like, okay, I'm scatterbrained, but I'm going to be yeah, the parent Natalie here. Calls and-, and, and then Dawn says, I could have done that. Like, I could have called Natalie, answered the phone and stood up to Natalie, and she's like, I know, but I'm your mom, so... Yeah, and I wanted to prove a point. Brings that full circle. Yeah. And and she did need that. I mean, she should have that advocacy, because she is a child, regardless of whether she could do that herself. She's definitely a minor, yeah. Yeah. And so Natalie Barrett calls, and and Sharon is like, basically, She's not available. She's like, bitch, get your life together. Yeah. (laughs) Stop putting your kids on my daughter. Do you even know what happened, like, earlier? I mean, Jesus. So, that's yeah. not what she says. But um, <laughs> That's the dialogue. It's really, word for it's word. It's really nutty. <laughs> it's really hardcore. Um, yeah, and that's kind of the end of that. And I guess, wow, that, that is a really good stopping point for episodes because it doesn't lead into anything. It just brings the parenting, child as parent and parent as child theme into the full circle. Like, they, oh, they tie it up. Look at this. Difference from, yes, from source material. In the book, Mr. Barrett took Buddy as punishment for Mrs. Barrett, <laughs> not because he had swim practice. Oh, he's also responsible. He is, but when he realized she wasn't home and there was a sitter there instead, he took Buddy home as he realized that wasn't fair on the sitter. What? Well, Wait, what? Okay, so he Is he punishing Mrs. Barrett or is he giving the sitter a break? He thought Mrs. Barrett was home with the kids oh. and noticed that Buddy oh was my God. Like, just wandering around. Oh my God, so he wanted to teach her a lesson? He wanted to teach her a lesson. Oh my she's God. a shitty mom, but apparently he's not a, he's a pretty shitty husband. That's terrible. Um, or ex-husband. Uh, and then That's his he, trick to gain custody is like, look what she did. Yeah, probably. So he's probably already working on it. Oh my and god, then, I love the show then, so much better. And, that, and then he, yeah, seriously. Uh, and then he finds out that there's a sitter there. Like, he catches wind and he's like, oh shit. So he brings the kid home. Oh, okay, apparently. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this l- allows Chrissy to have her moment. It does. About the dads. It does. So well, and he would have shown the up show, either way. The show yeah. allows that because the dad was being good. And he's a good dad. He was he's just doing his dad. job as a dad. Yeah. Um, and apparently in the book, Dawn and the kids have to constantly clean the house every time she Well, that's what you're saying. Like, now they expect it. Yeah. yeah. But that's in the show. I mean, I think that's implied. I don't think it, yeah. that's a difference. Yeah. Um, oh, and... Oh, yeah. So Sharon and Richard have started dating. But I, I suppose they break up in this episode. But it's yeah. a blip. You know, we know they're going to get back together. They argued... <laughs> oh, is this about the room? Oh. What? Oh, my God. You guys. 
this is also where Marianne, Claudia, Stace, and Stacy redecorate Marianne's room. So oh. that's where the Richard of it all comes in. So um, oh. Richard Spear, Jeez. Richard Spear, Marianne's mom, dad, <laughs> um, is dating Don's mom, Sharon. And it's great, you know, they were high school sweethearts, they're super swoony, um, they run into each other at the grocery store and they're like, hi, hi, She's hi. divorced, he's a widower. That's right, and, um, and she, you know, comes home and she's swooning. And that's kind of the excuse for her, her absent-mindedness in this episode, why it's more profound. Like, she puts, there's an egg beater on a shelf, which is so metaphorical, metaphoric, metaphorical? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Metaphorically resonant. Yes, because of what happens later. It's mm. an egg beater. Um, mm. You know, the egg painting. Oh, the Humpty, Humpty Dumpty. Dumpty. So I was like, are you talking about ovaries or something? No. <laughs> I don't know. Not that deep. Um, <laughs> she, there's an egg beater on top of, like, a bookshelf. and It's about but, how Richard Spears yeah. used to beat his wife. No. <laughs> sorry. Used to beat eggs. No. Um, We're almost at the end here. <laughs> sorry. So... The premise is Marianne wants to do some changes to her room, you know, because it's very girly. It, it's how it was decorated when she was a baby, because her mom decorated it. And of course, understandably, Richard is uncomfortable with this, but he doesn't know how to say that. And so he says, okay, just a few things. And then you can get a new lamp. The girls show up. Yeah, you can get a new lamp and a poster or whatever. <laughs> the girls show up and they're like, and um, Sharon is with them. Uh, and they start tearing off dating. the wallpaper. They start tearing off the wallpaper, and he freaks out, and he's like, no, everyone go home. And so Sharon, he and Sharon split because of that fight, or they're not speaking. And she just gives fight. him this look that's like, yeah. really, dude? Like, yeah. instead of saying sorry, she just goes, really? Like, yeah. gives him that look. Yeah, and I, and I she, like that moment. What's she supposed to be sorry about? Yeah, she no, wrong. no. Yeah. I like when she, Which, they again, have that moment. Which, again, is a great example of good boundaries. Yes. Don't say sorry when you don't need yes, to. Yes, that's what I mean. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, and he eventually says sorry in another episode, but yeah. basically, you know, he he pulls out a picture when he's alone, and it's a picture of Marianne's mom hanging Humpty Dumpty on the wall. There's a big Humpty Dumpty uh, photo uh, painting, mm -hmm. um, and so clearly he doesn't want to. It's hard to part with that, you know. Yeah. He loved his wife. He didn't divorce her. She. But he can't away. say like, can we just keep this one thing? No, he has a really hard. Nor time. can she. Yeah, and this comes up again in the next episode where they mm -hmm. actually do redecorate her room and we'll talk about right, that um, right in our next episode so guys yeah we can't do it all we've already no, talked so long we're tired guys. <laughs> we're tired we had a big day really emotional our parents and it visited was a billion degrees it's a million degrees i live in a studio and we have the airbed out for jen and so we've all just like we all just non-stop slumber party hung basically out in the periphery of the room yeah. <laughs> because it's too hot outside can't go out yeah and there's bugs, and I keep getting spider bites. Um, the only other note I had was that, Dawn, once again, Dawn is, like, there for her friends, and she knows what to say. Dawn's and a she, champ. Dude, yeah. And she says, um, we're both strong women with big personalities to Christy. Oh, yes, that's right. I'm and sorry. And it's we're, like, yeah. it's just so... Christy's freaking ugh. out. She's punching the chips in the kitchen. She's punching the chips, like you do. Sorry. It sounds Back like an expression. The, the, she's punching she's the really chips, punching man. the chips, man. At the... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna start Speaking of that. being punchy. Punchy! Uh, she's punching chip bags just to get her anger out. Uh, and mm -hmm. Her big Oscar Yes, bait her moment. big moment. And she's a great actress. She's so good! She is... She's convincing! Gonna be, she's already in on She reminds things. me of like Elle Fanning, where you're like, whoa, yeah. you're actually really good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, 
Not Dakota, though. You're only an L girl. <laughs> um, I like Dakota, but I did notice Elle Fanning in several movies, and I was like, well, whoa, you're really like good. The Olsen twins, like Elizabeth Olsen, their sister, is like yeah. a freaking amazing yeah. actress. Yeah. Like, no offense. I know everybody likes the Olsen twins or doesn't. Do but, they? <laughs> well, Amanda does, so I'm sorry. No offense, Amanda. <laughs> uh, I'm not trying to... It's just their full house girls, and that, that's yeah. what, They don't act anymore, and that's no, fine. They, they do don't. all kinds of other stuff. They're, they're great. Sure. I don't know. I don't know them, but... They're kind of like Stacy McGill. <laughs> they're New Yorkers. Yes, they are. Um, they're a little weird, to be honest. Uh, but um, Elizabeth yeah. Olsen is just like, um, like she's such a. What actress. was she in that you saw? She was. In I mean, I only saw her Mary, in the Avengers. <laughs> Marthy, Mary, Marthy, what is it? Marthy, Marcy, Mary, May, Marlene, or something. Oh like yeah. That, oh yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. in a cult, and she was also in this oh. book. Uh, book. In this movie, I think it's called Admissions. Okay. And it has Josh Ratner in it. He's the guy from How I Met Your Mother. The main oh, character. yeah. And he plays a college admissions guy. Anyways, it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. And you guys should watch it. I think it's on Netflix, and I've watched it many times. Yeah, acting is that one thing that I'm like, I don't... I can tell when it's good or not, but right. I, I have no absolutely zero understanding of how to do it or what. <sighs> I think I... I don't know. It's so... I think that... The hardest Alien part, to me. Yeah, I think the, the hardest idea part would be losing the, the feeling of awkwardness that I have every time I start a podcast. Yeah. I'm like, I'm performing. Right. Then I get into it, but I'm being you myself. Would get, you would develop those muscles. Right. Yeah. But I, I totally agree with you. Like, I, I mean, I have to perform when I'm teaching, so. That's but, true. But I'm and not acting. I have acting. to perform for the kids. Well, yeah, yeah way, you do, yeah. But I mean, that's being goofy. That's not winning an Oscar. Um, right. Or, being, or just giving you know, a lecture. That's <laughs> Right. It's not very uh, intense. Jen, the film. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been watching Dead to Me, or I watched all of Dead to Me, and Christina Applegate, speaking of amazing actors, mm. like, I, that's the one where I watch her and I'm like, how is she so good? But wow. anyways, yes, so she punches the chips, and then... She's really punching the chips. Don, remembering Christy's own advice, goes, ah, she screams, you know, and yeah. Christy jolts awake and she's really crying, you know, she has real tears in her eyes, yes. and she just stares at Don like, kind of bewildered. And she's so vulnerable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She never does that. More huh? vulnerable than when she's punching, right? She's that's never aggressive. been vulnerable. She's not aggressive. Guys. She's crying. She yeah. tells her. And, you know, Dawn's, like you said, she she's says amaze that balls. Great stuff. She's yeah. amazeballs. She's amazeballs, guys. My vocabulary is deteriorating. That's what we learned. Amazeballs. And we <laughs> Sorry. Like punching the chips. I sound like I'm, I want to sound like I'm 22 or something. <laughs> <laughs> amazeballs. Amazeballs. I say guys. the most random stuff, like, on this in life and especially at work I'll just be like okity bokity or something and then the kid will repeat it and be like I really say that anyway Dawn um, comforts her and she just has this ability to know what to say that's just so yeah, she does. amazing and most of us don't have that in the moment you know yeah, but absolutely. that's why we watch TV, so we can watch people have it in the moment. It's very right. satisfying. It is satisfying, and it's inspiring, and it reinforces, you know, things that, I mean, I'm doing in my life. It's mm-hmm. totally applicable. Yeah. I don't have to be 13. <laughs> yeah. It's great. You can you can watch it happen, and, you know, you won't be able to enact that in your real life, but you can take away some of it, right? Like how to talk to people and how to Absolutely. communicate in a and the com- more compassionate way more of these stories that we retain and celebrate the more natural it feels to emulate that behavior yeah. because it's it's modeling We're i mean modeling. 
Yeah, if I had kids, I would show them this show. Yeah. As soon as possible. Yeah. Well, this is such a good. It. Yeah, such a good like. It's great for everybody. Example. It's, it's got a lot of layers, so they don't have to know all of them. They're still gonna enjoy the the babysitter. Yeah, stuff. there's so many fun things that you're like, oh, they followed up on that. Like yeah. they totally referenced that, and then they added this thing, and I'll, there's more in the next bunch of episodes. So. Guys, it's so fun. Okay. It's the best. All around. Okay. We will see you for the next episode. We do I have a closing. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Don't thanks. punch those chips. Keep punching the chips. Keep punching the chips. Or don't. I don't know. Do, I mean, if it's, it's, if it's you need to, it's a non-dangerous coping mechanism. Yeah. You need to get your aggression out. Don't feel bad don't if you need to punch bag, the chips. Punch the chips. I mean, just make sure you buy more chips. All right. Clean them up afterwards. Yeah. Totally. Well, you know, Mrs. Barrett kind of deserved it. <laughs> no, that's She's like, oh, she probably won't even notice. <laughs> She's like, oh, I forgot I punched these chips. <laughs> All right. I, was, I must have done that. All right. Okay, guys. Bye. Bye. You can always count on me.
can you hear me? Oh, Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> Papa, can you see me? Why did you pick that song? How loud do I have to talk? Well, where's, oh, this is over here. Yeah, so you're pointing it away. But I don't know if that's going to be great yeah. for our voices. Okay, so, so this testing. is like normal volume. La 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 la. But I can talk louder. I mean, you just shout in my ear. It's fine. When I teach, I have to talk really loud. Yeah. All right, guys, if you're still listening, I appreciate it. And also, I accidentally made a slowed down version of the Babysitter's Club song. So you want to check that out? I don't know how I did it. I'm still learning to edit, but uh, here it is. Enjoy. Oh. Mm-hmm.